0: I'm Becky Hammond, founder and strengths Maven over at eSogo and eSogoStrong.com. Welcome to Isogo TV video podcast and now audio podcast as well. You know, here on Isogo TV, we are fueling marriage connection, parenting grace, and work energy by focusing in on your strengths instead of fixating on your weakness. And we are in the third season of Isogo TV, and this is episode 66. During this mini-series, we are looking conflict right in the eye, because as you know, the thing about conflict is if you're breathing, you experience it. (laughs) So over these six episodes, we have been exploring a path to conflict resolution from a strengths perspective and making right relationships that are at home and at work. You grab the free PDF Strengths Based Conflict Resolution Path and Action Plan to map out your own progress in your path to conflict resolution. And you can find that at isogostrong.com slash conflictresolve. In this episode, we chat about what the next step is when you're at an impasse in your conflict. You know, it's so draining when you're in a conflict, and even more so when it just drags on. And that like sinking feeling in your stomach doesn't help focus on the rest of life. So we're talking about the next step in conflict resolution and what it looks like to bring someone else in on the conversation. And there is a right way and a wrong way to do it. So let's dive in. So what if your conflict is still not resolved? Perhaps it's time to bring someone else in on the conversation. When my mom was dying, my husband was deployed and I was about to give birth to our third baby, I sought out a counselor. Perhaps out of fear of stigma, I waited too long until life felt out of control, but it was one of the best decisions I ever made. There are moments from our time together that I reach back to to this day. Externally, two of my two key takeaways are this. One, I will say things in front of a neutral third party that I would never say without her, and similarly, I will not say things in front of a neutral third party that might otherwise just spill out without her presence. And then number two, the outside perspective is unmatched. The story inside my own head and my storm, I, I can just lose sight of the big picture. So what's the next step if the conflict doesn't resolve? You know if you've been following along with our conflict management series you have a framework for addressing your emotional templates you understand the influence of your own perception frustration you inspected the state of your own heart and contribution and you perhaps even began a one-on-one conversation with a person you've experienced the conflict with uh, framed around their strengths but what if the conflict still persists The next step is both simple and challenging, much like seeing a counselor. Uh, You know, for the very same reasons that we bring counselors into marriage conflict and mediators into business conflict, it's time to bring someone else into the conflict conversation. So let's talk about the four reasons to bring someone else along. You know, you've met privately, yet the conflict is not resolved. You're still unsettled and you've not reached a mutual understanding. Perhaps emotions and hurt are still hot. So there are four key reasons to bring someone else into the conversation at this point. The first is for the things you do say. You know, depending on the makeup of your talents and strengths, there might be things holding you back from saying or doing things when you are in a one-on-one conflict conversation. You know, perhaps you hold back the true hurt you experience. Perhaps you're concerned about damaging the relationship. Maybe it's one that you care about for emotional reasons or strategic reasons, or perhaps you've tried to speak only to be met with a strong reaction that did not allow you to even be heard. When you invite someone else into the conversation, you invite questions that draw out the insecurities or sensitivities that have not surfaced until that point. You invite safety to bring out the unmentioned, unaddressed or unheard. So the first reason to bring someone else along into the conversation is for the things you do say. And number two is for the things you don't say. And this one is is huge. When there's someone else in the room, we use filters on our words and even on our emotions that we just don't use when we're alone. You know, think about The last heated argument you had with your spouse or other family member. When we're alone together in the conflict, words fly and emotions soar. But what happens when someone else walks into the room? For most of us, immediately our tone and volume and language changes. The voices hush and the accusations dissipate this very things happens to an even greater extent when you plan for someone else to come along into your conflict conversation you know where there may have been accusation there's now questions where there may have been harsh words there is now discussion and the amplified energy of the entire process can return to a low hum So number one was the things you do say, number two was the things you don't say, and number three is the insight you get. Once we're entrenched into the details, the hurt, and the story of our conflict, it's not impossible, almost very difficult, to enter with clear judgment. A trusted, neutral third party provides an outside perspective that neither one of you has and that insight of someone else can pave the path forward that breaks through the walls that you've erected. They see what the two of you could not possibly see on your own. So the first two reasons for bringing someone else into the conversation are the things you do say, the things you don't say, and the third is for the insight you get, and the fourth is the accountability that you invite. Inviting someone else into the conflict conversation creates an immense sense of accountability. Not only are you accountable to what you do and don't say, but you also become accountable for your behavior following the discussion or resolution. The third party has heard your contention and they've heard your agreement. This person knows the details of the resolution and they will expect that you uphold your ongoing behavior to support that resolution. So the four reasons to bring someone else into your conversation are this, summarizing here, the things you do say, the things you don't say, the insight you get, and the accountability you invite. And as a quick concluding note, exactly who do we bring into the conversation and how do you bring them in? It's incredibly crucial. First, who to bring in. In order to really realize the benefits of bringing someone else along, the person you invite must be neutral to both of you. If either one of you feel like the third party holds bias, the conversation will not be effective. And then second, how do we bring that person in once we've figured out who that is? Bringing someone else into the conversation is It shouldn't be an ambush. It shouldn't be a surprise attack. It has to be mutually agreed upon and scheduled together. Your third party will be completely ineffective if the other person does not expect or buy into their presence. You know, by the time you've come to the point of bringing someone else into the conversation, the conflict is elevated and it maybe even feels heated to you. Adding a neutral third party, is not, it's not a silver bullet, but it does open the door to the possibility that your relationship could be restored and your conflict resolved, and that makes it a worthy step on this path towards conflict resolution. So will you go there? Bringing another person in can feel extremely vulnerable and even a bit scary, like opening up a closet for a house guest that hasn't been opened or cleaned in a while. but you can make it feel safe and productive and valuable by preparing your heart and your readiness, getting that closet cleaned up and ready before you bring them in. So I hope you try it. You know, throughout this series on conflict resolution, we've been talking about the free PDF we're offering called the Strengths-Based Conflict Resolution Path and Action Plan. And you can get that over at isogostrong.com slash So be sure to grab that right now and figure out where you are in your conflict resolution and what your next step is. You know, ultimately my dream would be to get to the bottom of every conflict in every home and every workspace, even across the world. By orienting our mind toward our strengths, I know we can get there. So I'd love to ask you to share ESOGO TV, the video or the audio version. Uh, with your own circles facebook instagram or right there in your home or your office and if you like Isogo tv please leave a five-star review over at itunes it that only means a lot to me but it also helps others find this podcast resource too Uh, i'm glad you were here today to get into the nitty-gritty of conflict resolution in your marriage your parenting or your work by using your strengths and i hope you join me next time on Isogo tv